Nearly one in five employees at the Federal Emergency Management Agency say they've experienced harassment or discrimination on the job. That's according to a recent RAND Corporation survey. Now, FEMA hired RAND two years ago after the agency revealed sexual harassment and misconduct allegations against one of its senior executives. Now FEMA has a new plan that details the steps it'll take to improve agency culture. For more on what the agency has done so far and how it's responding to the latest employee survey results, Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco spoke with FEMA Administrator Peter Gaynor. We asked for the survey. No one, no one told us to do it. We realized that we had to do something that really got to the, to the root of the problem and, and Rand helped us do that. So we actually asked for that. And, and I think, uh, according to Rand, there's been no federal agency that actually asked for a, uh, a survey. And so I think just that point alone, I hope, demonstrates that we were serious about it from the beginning. You know, part of this is, this has not happened overnight. I think, you know, it predates leadership that's in place today. And really, I think it's a lack of accountability by senior executives, which allowed the behavior to continue for far too long. And, you know, unfortunately, Mr. Long, who is the administrator before me, you know, it bubbled up. And again, we took action once we saw, you know, some of the things that were just completely unacceptable in any workplace, let alone in FEMA. So we've worked hard over the, the past 18 months to improve the culture at FEMA. And I recognize we have a, a way to go and a lot to do. It's going to take constant maintenance along the way, not just from me, but from the next administrator and career SESs and leaders from the bottom uh, to the top to make sure that we eradicate it. And that really is our, is our goal. And so, you know, in concert with the release of the RAND report, we built our culture improvement action plan, which details the actions that we want to take to ensure the workplace improves and lives up to our core values of compassion fairness, integrity, and respect. And that really is a result of some work we did early on in uh, what we call our Pub One, which is a really our capstone publication for the agency. Everything, everything derives from that. You obviously have a pretty geographically dispersed workforce to begin with, but I think now over this past year, everyone is perhaps more remote, more dispersed. How do you connect with employees? How do you talk to them? Or, you know, how do your senior leadership team, how do they talk to employees and, and keep them engaged? Yeah, this, this has been a challenging year on, on many aspects to include, you know, our telework and our virtual uh, efforts across the agency. But even predate COVID-19, I made it a point to get out to all the different places around the, the country. We have 10 FEMA regions as far west as, uh, Hawaii and as far east as uh, USVI. And I've got to probably 95% of the places where we have FEMA employees. You know, part of this mission as the administrator is to show presence, uh, show leadership. Again, one of the things that I typically do, no matter where I go, is talk about core values, even before the RAND report was, was complete. You know, we've had a lot of outreach, and that's just what I've done. And, and again, senior executives crisscrossing the country to you know, focus on things that are important to them that support the mission of FEMA and make sure that the well-being of employees are taken into consideration and that we listen to employees. I think that's one of the things that I think has been helpful. I think we've been pretty lucky in, in COVID-19 when it comes to remote work. Pretty much overnight on the 13th of March when the president signed the, the national emergency for COVID-19, we went from nearly 100% of our employees in buildings to remote work. And if you, had, if you had asked me before what I thought about telework, and I was not a big fan of it, I kind of like to see the people that work for me every day. 
But we have actually done amazing work, uh, telework. And when you look at this past year, so from COVID-19 to disasters, wildfires, hurricanes, even doing lost wage program for unemployment benefits, the FEMA employee workforce from home, from their basements, from their, their living rooms, from their kitchen tables, have worked to do amazing things this year. So staying connected to them is a little bit more challenging. I mean, you, I think everyone would like to see people in person, but I think through technology, we use Teams and we communicate pretty regularly on Teams uh, from top to bottom. We just had a, uh, a town hall uh, last Friday that we had 6,000 employees logged in virtually for the town hall. So pretty amazing. We've adapted pretty well and we'll continue to adapt to make sure that we maximize how we complete our mission here at FEMA. Yeah, so I wanted to talk a little bit more about the culture improvement action plan that you all put out recently. The town halls and the messaging and communications, that's a piece of that action plan. But, you know, what else are you looking forward to in particular with that plan? Again, it goes back to listening to employees, making sure that we understand what the problems are and taking action on that. You know, one of the things that we, we did, and, you know, sometimes I have to scratch my head about, you know, why we historically, we haven't done it, but we never had a standards of conduct in the agency. I guess we all just assume that people would do the right thing. And the majority of people do the right thing every day. And so back in October, we uh, published our first personnel standards of conduct that uh, outlined things like job performance, conduct in the workplace, uh, nepotism, ethical conduct, just to make sure that well, we all operate on the same sheet of music and the, and the playing field is level and people know what to expect of each other and of uh, leadership. So I think that was a big one. We've also invested in our employee resource uh, groups, FEMA employee resource groups or FERGs. And so these are employee-led voluntary groups that serve as a resource that help us foster diversity and inclusion in a way that maybe a supervisor or a leader can't. So it's kind of peer-to-peer. And then these FERGs report out to me about what what they find and and their recommendations. and, And we digest all that and we try to turn it into to action. I think one of the other things that, that I'm generally pretty proud of is that we, we built and uh, implemented and uh, stood up the, the first office of professional responsibility. And again, never had one at FEMA. And uh, over the past two years, we've, we've built this office and their job is to make sure that we look at allegations of misconduct and harassment, and we do it in a fast and fair and objective way. And so that director reports directly to me. I get a brief out weekly of high profile cases. I think what you're talking about seems like it takes a lot of time and energy, frankly. And, you know, I think in 2020, especially with the activities that you as an organization are dealing with, time and energy might be kind of difficult to come by. How do you balance these two efforts? You know, the mission, the multiple mission activities that you have going on. And, you know, some of these engagement and culture improvement activities that you've yeah. been talking about. Yeah, it's, it's great. You know, we have been, we've had an amazing year here at FEMA in 2020 and most everyone else around the country battling COVID and historic hurricane and, and uh, wildfire season and many other things. The majority of credit, virtually all the credit goes to the FEMA workforce, 20,000 strong that are working hard to accomplish all those missions. At times, it has been, has been stressful. I have, a, again, 20,000 talented uh, FEMA teammates, and I have a pretty talented executive career cadre. So it's just not me banging the drum. It's me you know, making sure that uh, that drum gets beat, I guess, 
to make sure that everyone understands what my priorities are. But the career officials have been key to all of this, right? Making sure that they understand what the problem is, making sure that you know, they don't want to become part of that problem. They are problem solvers. They're not problem creators. We have a lot of capacity here. We've been generally pretty successful this year. There have been times where it's been not too easy, but for the most part, I'm impressed every day by the work that the workforce does and what the, the career leadership does, again, to not only take care of our people, but actually to deliver the mission that the, uh, the nation demands of us. FEMA Administrator Peter Gaynor speaking with Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco. Check out Nicole's story at federalnewsnetwork.com. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.